Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Go up to the next exit off the Beltway. That's 450 Annapolis Road. And take that exit into the city. A new work zone going on in Virginia, 66 eastbound west of the Fairfax County Parkway. Maintenance activity, the right lane is a mobile closure. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Ah, here we go. Another cold one this morning, but not quite as cold. Temperatures still hovering near freezing, so we'll watch any early morning moisture that might make for some slick patches on, on area roads, like some patchy fog or stray showers. Temperatures today will quickly rise to just shy of 50 degrees. It's lower 60s for Thursday and just shy of 70 degrees for Friday. Temperatures going up, but also rain chances increasing. Your highest rain chance is going to be on Thursday, with rain from about 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 38 in our nation's Capital Wednesday morning at 2.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up this early 3 a.m. hour for you on WTOP. Over President Trump scores another primary race win Tuesday in New Hampshire, while Democratic primary voters wrote in. Uh, President Joe Biden for his win will have the latest from CBS News in seconds. There's concern over how Montgomery County schools operate while the superintendent vows to keep her job. I'm Kate Ryan. Where an area police department finds approximately 14,000 fentanyl pills. I'm Mike Marilla. Wall Street Mixed. Good morning. Welcome in. 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. CBS News projects he is one step closer to the Republican presidential nomination. For a second week in a row, Donald Trump wins big. I want to thank everybody. This is a fantastic state. This is a great, great state. The former president says he will be getting the Republican nomination. When you win Iowa and you win New Hampshire, they've never had a loss. There's never been. So we're not going to be the first, I can tell you. But Nikki Haley says she's staying in the race. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. That includes her home state of South Carolina, which holds its Republican primary in a month. Matt Piper, CBS News, Manchester, New Hampshire. The U.S. military has again attacked facilities used by Iranian-backed militias in Iraq. CBS's Charlie Dankata has that. It's in response to repeated attacks, including one just a few days ago on the Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq in a sustained missile and rocket bombardment that injured four U.S. service members. Flooding is almost never a concern for people in San Diego, but recent torrential rains have changed that. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is there. Fire crews in San Diego say people were caught off guard. Many were trapped. In fact, we know hundreds needed to be rescued, in some cases using boats. There are some power images, in fact, of people being taken out on kayaks to higher ground. The Kentucky gun shop that sold the assault weapon that was used by a 25-year-old man to kill people at a bank in Louisville last April is now being sued by survivors and families of the victims. Their attorney, Tad Thomas. The shooter used an AR-15-style rifle purchased at River City Firearms to murder five of his colleagues at the bank, 
wounded eight more people, including responding police officers. The gunman was shot and killed by police at the scene. People in New York City got to listen to Charles Osgood long before he came to the CBS radio network. Parachuting disaster on Lake Erie. As many as five feared killed as a light plane hits the WCBS radio tower. And a wave of terrorism in Vietnam. Good morning, this is Charles Osgood, News Radio 88. A legend in broadcasting and a mainstay at CBS News for 45 years. Charles Osgood died at his home in New Jersey on Tuesday. He was 91. A driver who plowed into a group of police in Los Angeles County Sheriff's recruits on a training run in 2022 has pleaded not guilty to charges of vehicular manslaughter. One recruit was killed and two dozen others were injured, nine of them severely. The driver said he fell asleep at the wheel of his SUV. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 303. And Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th, 2024. Mostly cloudy, chance of afternoon and evening showers coming our way. Veronica says the high should be 45 to 50 before we're done. You're waking up to 38 in Washington now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. Thanks for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour ride. Montgomery County's council does not have direct oversight when it comes to the school system, but members are hearing from parents about the conflict recently between the school board and the superintendent. There is a lot of focus on it. There's a lot of concern about it. And Montgomery County Council President Andrew Friedson tells WTOP that parents are asking about what's going on at the school board since Superintendent Monifa McKnight said board members asked her to step away. The board says it's a personnel matter and isn't commenting beyond that. Friedson's colleague on the Council Education Committee Chair Will Jawando issued a statement saying McKnight should be afforded due process by the board, but that as a parent he wishes for more trust, transparency, and accountability in the school system. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 3.04 Wednesday morning. Sophia Negroponte, the daughter of former Director of National Intelligence John Negroponte, has seen her murder conviction thrown out this week. Sophia Negroponte was convicted, you may remember, of second-degree murder about a year ago in the stabbing death of her then-friend, Yusef Ramusin. Now, the appellate court in the case of Maryland sent the case back for a new trial, saying the jury should not have been allowed to see parts of an interrogation video showing police questioning Negroponte's credibility. The court also says the jury should not have been allowed to hear testimony from a specific prosecution expert witness who also questioned her credibility. Abnusen was actually killed in February of 2020. WTOP at 3.04. Four Park Police officers will not face charges now locally in the death of a Hyattsville man in June of 2022. 29-year-old James Herndon was killed that day after a police chase on Benning Road Northeast near the Anacostia, Anacostia Freeway in the early morning. D.C. police say they tried at the time to conduct a traffic stop on Herndon because they believed at the time he was a murder suspect, only to later learn he was wanted only for questioning in a murder case. At the time of the wreck, Herndon's three-wheel Can-Am sports motorcycle was being chased by Park Police that morning in the pursuit that started by D.C. police at almost 2 a.m. on the morning of June 27th. The U.S. Attorney's Office in the case says it looked at witnesses' accounts Physical evidence, body-worn camera, uh, surveillance footage, 
traffic camera footage as well, along with aerial, aerial video footage, plus police radio recordings. All of that they looked at, but they say still there was not enough evidence apparently to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that park police officers are criminally responsible in the case for the man's death. WTOP at 306. It was a big, big illegal drug bust in Prince George's County locally, and police say when they got started, they found themselves outnumbered. Fentanyl is killing far too many Americans, and we are determined to arrest those who bring fentanyl into our community. And in doing so, police executing a search warrant last Thursday at an apartment complex on Hamilton Street found nine guys with a whole lot of drugs. Approximately 14,000 fentanyl pills, cocaine, and three firearms were recovered from the residence. Deputy Chief Zachary O'Leary with Prince George's County Police says it was a dangerous situation that thankfully ended with no one being hurt. And to be able to enter a house outnumbered uh, and take all nine suspects into custody without incident is is extremely incredible the men are all facing various drug charges in upper marlboro mike marillo wtop news Good day, uh, summer governments all across the region advise people to hold off on watering their lawns and taking shorter showers because of that drought remember that wtop scott gelman tells us wednesday morning it's still right now too early to say whether or not we'll be told to do some of those things again this year Drought conditions are getting better, but Michael Nardalili with the Interstate Commission on the Potomac River Basin says... We need to have a continuation of our rain situation in the next few months before we, uh, you know, we say that uh, we're, we're, we're out of the woods. One part of our area is being closely monitored. There's only portions of the basin that are in what we call abnormally dry conditions, and that's the Shenandoah Valley of uh, Virginia. Last week's snow is helping. The snowpack is very good because uh, the... The snow uh, then uh, melts gradually uh, and then filters into the groundwater. But he warns that it's still too soon to know whether we'll have to take shorter showers and conserve water this summer. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. In the Washington region, winter weather is all over the map. Will it be sunny or snowmageddon? Leave it to the experts with weather updates from WTOP every 10 minutes on the 8th. We track the storm so you know how to prepare. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with WTOP, 19 Lane. Good Wednesday morning, January 24th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now, 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger with us this very early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. We're going to start at the Bay Bridge, where they have reopened the eastbound span. Two lanes open to Ken Island. They have ended the two-way operations on the westbound span, and they have reopened the two right lanes. So currently, two lanes open either direction at the Bay Bridge, and they have moved the construction barrels out of that far left lane on the westbound span. So all three lanes should be reopened shortly. Meanwhile, in Prince George's County, Beltway out of loop at the John Hanson Highway, the cleanup and investigation of that earlier crash continues to block two right lanes. This is between the ramps to both directions of 50. The latest report from Maryland State Police say that the exit 19A is open, but exit 19B to head into the city is closed. So if you're heading, uh, if you want to get off the Beltway and head into Washington, go up to two, uh, go up to uh, Annapolis Road, the next exit, that's uh, Maryland 450. Take that into the city. 
the act the uh, maintenance operations that had just popped up in uh, Fairfax County or out in Centerville, I should say, in westbound 66, uh, over by uh, the exit over by the Fairfax County Parkway, trying to get it all together. Uh, that has been cleared. That was a mobile closure, but that's all gone. And other work zones have also been cleared, including westbound 66 over by the Beltway for road widening work. That has all been taken care of. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket, Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mostly cloudy skies here this morning. We're tracking some patchy fog and even a few stray showers. We'll watch for anything that might freeze on some of the bridges and overpasses. Otherwise, we're mostly cloudy today with a few afternoon scattered showers. That'll carry through the evening with a high temperature just shy 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're back up a couple of degrees to 40 in our nation's capital. This 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th, brought to you this time around on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. On WTOP, of course, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff. Virginia's unemployment rate rose to 3% in December. Maryland's jobless rate rose to 1.9%, but that ties North Dakota for the lowest. Lockheed Martin ended the year with a record $160 billion in backlog orders. D.C.'s Sticky Fingers Bakery, founded by a two-time Cupcake Wars winner, has opened a bigger bakery and shop in D.C.'s Tacoma Sweets, all plant-based. Nadal lost 96 points Tuesday, but the S&P 500 closed it a record again. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks in mix. The Nikkei down by 291 points. The Kospi off 9. The Hang Seng gained 507 points. The Shanghai was up 50. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 311 on WTOP. On the campaign trail, we are next. Every moment counts if you're at risk or living with lung cancer. And anyone with lungs can get lung cancer. It causes more cancer deaths than breast, colon, and prostate combined. And while there may be moments where you question your next step, through it all, GoTo for Lung Cancer is here for you. We are your community. For screening, treatment, and survivorship support, GoTo is your go-to. Confronting lung cancer starts here. Visit goto.org. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. One in three adults over the age of 65 will experience vision loss. And among working-age adults, diabetes is the leading cause of blindness. At Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, they work to train adults and children on how to travel and live independently, find and maintain employment, and much more. Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind even provides low vision exams. Learn more about this local region-wide nonprofit, Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, as well as ways to engage and volunteer by visiting www.clb.org. That's clb.org. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, glad you're with us starting your day this early hour. Mostly cloudy uh, around the region throughout the day today. Chance of late day, afternoon, evening showers, according to Veronica. So grab that umbrella just in case. The high today, Veronica says, should be somewhere between 45 and 50. We're at 40 straight up in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in this early morning. Glad you're with us at 313 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. 
Let's talk politics this early Wednesday morning on WTOP Campaign 2024. Former President Donald J. Trump projected now to win the Republican presidential primary in New Hampshire. And President Joe Biden is projected to win the Democratic presidential primary in the Granite State, despite not being on the ballot. He was just a write-in. And despite losing the GOP primary in the end, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley says she is looking ahead to the next primary where in South Carolina. South Carolina voters don't want a coronation. They want an election. And we're going to give them one. This morning, Axios national political correspondent Alex Thompson joins our Dimitri Sotis from the Trump campaign with the latest. You know, despite the fact that Nikki Haley has indicated that she wants to continue this fight on to South Carolina, which is a contest four and a half weeks away on February 24th. I can tell you that uh, most people in the crowd are sort of shrugging and, and feel very confident. And most people are here are talking about Joe Biden, not Nikki Haley. You know, there was a soundbite earlier from former President Trump. He said, I didn't ask anybody. I didn't ask Ron DeSantis or anybody to, to pull out of the race. I'm not asking Nikki Haley to do so. But then the Trump campaign put out a statement, something to the effect that every day that Haley stays in, more uh, wins go to Joe Biden. Uh, essentially, it's a win for the Democrats. So a little bit of talking out of both sides of their mouth there. Well, Donald Trump would never do that, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, I, I mean, I think that is true. Like, you know, maybe Donald Trump did not say it himself, but the campaign has been aggressively trying to push out, aggressively try to push out Ron DeSantis after Iowa, is now aggressively trying to push out Nikki Haley after New Hampshire, and is trying to make this argument that you are undermining the effort to beat Joe Biden by staying in, I imagine that this drumbeat will continue. Nikki Haley you know, said that the next contest is South Carolina. That's not technically true because the next contest with delegates at stake is actually uh, Nevada, um, which is in just two weeks. Now, it's this very complicated process of both a caucus and a primary. Nikki Haley's in the primary. Trump's in the caucus. So it, it, it's complicated, but technically Trump will still be the one getting delegates next. And I imagine after he does that, the drumbeat will grow even louder. Interesting. So we're not saying that Nikki Haley's dropping out until she says she's dropping out. But are we looking at a repeat of 2020 here? And, and if so, do you see the issues being very similar to four years ago or nearly four years ago or not? You know, actually, I really don't think the issues are going to be that similar. There are going to obviously be similarities in the fact that you are going to see Trump talk about the border, law and order. You're going to see uh, Biden talk about decency and sort of the soul of the nation. But there were two things that happened up to the 2020 election that I think are actually going to be more front of center, uh, especially for Democrats. Um, uh, which are the Dobbs decision, which was overturning Roe v. Wade that happened during the Biden administration. And the other is uh, January 6th. So the Biden team is going to focus on those two issues. I also think that the border situation is at a vastly more serious and critical state than it was during the 2018 or 2020 elections when Trump was president. And that is going to be much more front of center for this campaign. Axios National Political Correspondent Alex Thompson talking with our Dimitri Silva. 
Look at some of the top stories Wednesday morning we're following for you on WTOP. This week, President Biden and Vice President Harris held a rally on abortion rights in Manassas, but they were frequently heckled by pro-Palestinian demonstrators but plowed through. And word this morning that new U.S. airstrikes in Iraq have been targeting facilities used by Iranian-backed groups. The strikes, we're told, come four days after American service members were attacked. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Wheelchairs for Warriors serves those who served us. We provide custom-fit wheelchairs for veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. When they are denied the services they deserve, we stand in the gap. To join the mission and support America's heroes, you can visit our website at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We are a 501c3 organization and part of the combined federal campaign. Visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Coming right up this 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, January 24th, after traffic and weather on WTOP this morning. If you bought Christmas presents then to pay later, that bill is probably due. I'm Luke Luker. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Welcome in Wednesday morning at 318. Over to Ken Berger first in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. New work's on going on on the Beltway. This is on the inner loop of uh, the Beltway over by the Springfield Interchange, heading over from Van Dorn Street. Uh, traffic engineering operations with the inner loop left lane and the left center lane blocked, and then the out loop mobile alternating closures of the right inside lane and the right outside lane in the area between the Dulles Toe Road and Braddock Road. Also on the out loop, the ramp to westbound 66. All lanes are closed on the inner loop after the Dulles Toe Road, left lane and left center lane blocked uh, because of control. Construction activity. The accident continues in Prince George's County. This is right at US 50, the John Hansen Highway. This accident activity still blocks the two right lanes between the ramps to Route 50. And uh, they say that the exit 19B to go westbound is closed. The exit 19A to go eastbound is open. So you can always take Annapolis Road if you're heading into the district. In Jessup, the accident southbound BW Parkway before 32 has been cleared. All lanes are open. In Washington, the gas main repair shuts down 6th Street northeast as northbound and southbound between Constitution Avenue and C Street at Maryland Avenue. Also, the ongoing police activity shuts down Parkland Place southeast between Wacklark Place and Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. Also, Newcomb Street southeast closed between 5th Street and Malcolm X Avenue because of this police activity. Canal Road shut down in either direction between Foxhall Road Northwest and Reservoir Road because of work with some downed wires in the roadway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. I'm tracking a nice warm-up through the week. Close to 50 degrees today, lower 60s for Thursday, just shy of 70 degrees for Friday, but rain chances also increasing. Your highest threat is going to be on Thursday with more widespread rain. This morning, a stray shower is possible and even some patchy fog. Watch the elevated surfaces, mainly north and west of D.C., where in the lower 30s to about 38 degrees in the district. Mostly cloudy skies for the remainder of the day, just shy of 50 degrees. And then areas of rain for Thursday, especially 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Temperatures again, lower 60s. We're due to get about a half inch of rain. And then only a few light showers on Friday with temperatures topping out just shy of 70 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Not as cold as it has been this overnight early morning in the 3 a.m. hour as you rise with us. 40 degrees in Alexandria and at Penn Quarter this morning. 36 Columbia. We're down a degree to 39 in our nation's capital. Brought to you on WTOP Wednesday morning midweek by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. 
Lynn the Plumber, Heating and Air. It's 321. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. Good Wednesday morning, January 24th. Welcome in 322 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP News. Here at home, an Arlington attorney who was also president of the Arlington Aquatic Club pleads now guilty to conspiring to sexually exploit children. The U.S. Attorney's Office in the case for the Eastern District of Virginia says 50-year-old Mark Black apparently pleaded guilty to a count of conspiracy to produce child pornography and then one other count of coercion and enticement. Black is said to be sentenced... On April 30th this spring, he could go to prison for life. The mandatory minimum term is 15 years. We're told he worked for the FDIC. Now, court documents in the case show Black was a member as well of two online groups that discussed exploiting children. A former high school basketball coach in Arlington County is charged with sexual offenses involving minors. 53-year-old George Portia of North Carolina is charged with taking indecent liberties with children between 2000 and 2003. Portia is accused of offenses involving two teen girls who were students at the time at Washington Liberty High. The investigation started apparently back in October of 2022. Police are now asking whether there may have been additional victims in this situation. If you know of any, call Arlington County Police. If you have information as soon as possible, they want to hear from you. The bills are coming due now for those big holiday presents you bought last month. And for some people who got financial help from companies, various ones, to spread out the payments, well, they may be spending much more now than they did on the gift itself. Buy now, pay later. It may feel kinder and gentler because it's these shorter installments, but it is still dead. If you can't pay up, you can incur late fees and be sent to collections. Those services have other carrots and sticks. If you want to use the service again, you got to pay us back. Um, people have been surprisingly good with that. Ted Rossman with Bankrate says the overwhelming majority of Americans, though, make those payments. Delinquencies on these products are surprisingly low. But they can still cause financial chaos for consumers. You can trick yourself into over. Overspending. It's not a $200 purchase anymore. It's just four easy payments of 50 bucks. Luke Luger, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Doing business is a pleasure with a pallet ferrosage. Drive an automotive treasure, park it in your own garage. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, get up to 20% off in stock 23 Ram 1500s. See dealer for details. Fair Oaks Chrysler.
Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. January 24th. Welcome in Wednesday morning at 325. Sports at 25 and 55. And Mr. Rob Woodford on your Wednesday morning. The Capitals are so far 0 for the road, losing 5-3 in Minnesota in the second leg of their four-game road trip. Anthony Mantha scored two of the Caps' goals, but says the